now it's stripping time. Ain't nobody got time for that. This is Hard Parking, brought to you by Right Honda and Right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm your host, Jay Finney, recording from my home office in Gilbert. Before we get to today's show, a little unfinished business in the most recent episode, Mr. Dave Ekus was in studio, and we kind of previewed the Integra Type S. It is now out as of April 11th. This, of course, isn't dropping until a week later, but Dave, we have to talk about it. Welcome back. What are your thoughts based on what you've seen all over the internet today? Thanks for having me, Jay. Uh, definitely wanted a little bit more interior photos uh, of it, but I will say the exterior spec, it was surprising from a few different angles. Uh, the the stuck-on fenders were definitely very apparent, but I tell you, the best look it has is from that front three-quarters look. I'm looking the at that right now. Air, yeah, that the wide, massive air ducts and the stance that it has, it's pretty dang cool. And the uh, the vented hood, I think, is a good add. I feel they could have gone a little more aggressive with the rear wing or a duck bill or something um, a little bit, but they kept it conservative. So overall, I I, I can't lie, it's handsome. I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more of the interior just to see how much they tried to differentiate it from the Type R. But uh, I agree. The fender flares, I, I think they look great, even though I agree with you, they should be like fully molded in. It looks like they're kind of half molded in, which is kind of weird. I was looking. It at, is weird. Did you, did you seam, notice that with that, that weird, with yeah. the, the bumper in the back? Yeah, the seam. The seam looks like pretty one piece, but not one piece. I don't know. Yeah. It was very strange because it didn't have a defined, like, you know, cross section where you could remove it. So interesting. I think it looks sweet. Um, I, again, I'm not in the market for it, and I agree with you. The interior photos leaves a little bit to be desired. In one review that I was watching, the guy had said that uh, the the shifter, like everything is, almost to your point, everything is Civic. Like everything is Civic plus five horsepower due to tuning. It's got basically the Civic. They said it's got the same Type S. I'm sorry, the the same Integra interior. Civic this, Civic that, Civic engine. And it's probably going to perform better, but I, it would be cool if it was a little maybe civic plus plus because the civic yeah. type, type r is already plus but i'm pretty excited about the feedback on it the public reception because people hated they hated the integra so much yeah at first and so i think it, it, for the, Acura, the hyundai genesis and the civic body yeah i get i i got that whole vibe uh I will say they did take a nod from what I understand. The shift knob is a nod back to the old Integra type R shift knob. Looks just like it. So it, yeah. So it has that same profile, which I think is kind of a cool nod, but why nod back to a type R when you kind of undermine it with the type S type scenario? Don't know. Uh, and then I didn't have the specs of the type R and the type S together. Wondering if one was wider than the other or not, or if the wheel track was wider, that would give it maybe an upper advantage. Or not, yeah, at some but. point we're going to see a side by side in the Throttle House. I think it's a page Throttle House. I watch their videos. I'm positive they're going to have a Type S versus FL5 uh, Type yeah. R showdown. Uh, I want to read a comment that I don't know if you've seen. I don't remember if you're on Facebook or not, but you know I posted it, and a lot of the responses have been pretty good. There's a few of them. Um, you know, compared to the CTR, it's ugly AF. I, I don't know what that means. But, you know, I mean, I know what AF means, but, you know, <laughs> most of the people have had a really positive response to it. One guy, though, 
His name's Kyle. And I'm surprised he has it's a always, fi- It's always, it's a, always Kyle. a Kyle. It's always right? a Kyle. So this guy, let me tell you about this. He goes, Jay, is it possible that you're a hopeless fanboy and you just like everything that they make? Not even fender flares make this car visually hot because I said it's visually hot. What's with that horrible J line down the side of the car? Those wheels are horrible and the grill looks like a cheese grater. This car is a bag of yuck. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, Dude, I mean, it's a lot. That's a lot. I would argue that. 90% of the comments all throughout social media and just period online anywhere is positive, which I think is great for the car considering what happened when they first unveiled the Integra. This guy is, he's that guy we all know in our group. He's a guy right. who never has anything constructive to say. I remember getting into it with him when the NSX first came out in 2017. <laughs> he's not, he's a, he's a fellow NSX or a, a previous NSX, but he's the guy who can't say, Kind of like you in the last episode where you're just like, you know, that you, you can explain what you like. It's like, oh, I just, you know, nothing's going to replace that visceral feel of shifting from second or third with that butter smooth shifter and that exhaust note. I'm sorry, the new NSX can't do it. No, he's the type of guy that says, you're a pussy if you like that car. That car's for pansies. Just taking a one, classic one-upper, you know, uh, to the to the nth degree. Yeah, all Fords are shit. I'm a Chevy man. Uh, well, that, that Ford is pretty cool right there. No, that's shit. It's like, all right, man, good, good talk. I guess. So, I mean, overall, it's going to be in the numbers and it's going to be in the driver's feel uh, and those lucky enough to be able to do that are the only ones with the authority to say whether it's good or it's shit. Yeah, you can, you can couch command all you want, but at the end of the day, like it's going to be what it's going to be. Side profile. Okay. okay. Rear. I think they could have done, they could have tried to switch up the triple exhaust to a, a dual to maybe just give it a little bit of extra flair, but it just seems like a carbon copy, which I feel is not the right way to go. Yeah, and I think you were kind of concerned about that. You know what? I'm looking at the front quarter, and it's, it's reminding me of the RS4 Audi of, like, 2007, 2008. Just it's because it's that's the last car I could think of before the Type R Civic that has those kind of those, those tack-on bubble fenders yeah but but what that car had was like low it had that wide mouth up front and those little bulked arches to give a little haunch which gives it, it a really cool stance and it had and a I v8 think, i think <laughs> well yeah and we're not we're not getting that but for the wheels they even make a bronze option a 19 by nine and a half i mean that's a pretty fat stack for a freaking integra right out the gate man yeah i think it looks great but you know we'll keep an eye on it talk to uh accurate 10b and they said they'll be getting a few in I don't know if it'll, I don't think it's going to be a limited thing. And so I told uh, Todd up there to give me a ring when one comes in. I'd love to come and check it out. I looked a little bit today for a current Type R that's out there on the market right now. And MSRP is 45. They're wanting 64,000. So they're wanting 20,000 over sticker for a brand new championship white Type R. So pricing hasn't been announced, but I don't think they can go much more than what the Civic is, maybe 47. I don't know. So it, it might be interesting. Yeah, everyone's saying 60, and I think they're saying 60, including the bump. And you oh. know, I've been talking to everyone online today. I'm like, not everybody gives a bump. I mean, you could find somebody who's not. So It is what it is. So interesting right. to see how it performs. Yep. Oh, well, enjoy the rest of your night. Got to get on with the show. Thanks. Yep, much appreciated. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Later. So there you guys have it. Coming up on today's show, a few weeks ago, I sat down with Liz and Richard Graves when they were in town picking up their NSX from Science of Speed. 
They like to do this multiple days road trips, which I envy having that kind of time. That conversation is coming up after this word, of course, from Four Wheel Online. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Four Wheel Online. For over a decade, Four Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so go get outfitted today. So visit them online at Four Wheel Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's Four Wheel Online, the number four wheel online. Richard and Liz Graves made the trek to Arizona sitting here in studio. I've been on the podcast a few times in the past, more so Richard with his technical stuff. Lap of the world, if it sounds familiar. And they had an NSX go down during an expo. So first off, welcome. Well, thank you. Here we go. We're actually here this time. That's right. <laughs> so much easier with no, uh, no virtual lag. That's right. Yeah, no virtual lag. Um, editing is probably going to be a lot easier. I've kind of just said, fuck it. When I do the editing now with people in studio, it's a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. We did the same thing. Like at some, We were trying to always adjust. And at some point, we're like, some people are going to be louder. Some people aren't. It's fine. Right. Yeah. So you're tell us, like, I didn't really talk about what happened to you guys when you're out here last mm-hmm. time. Want to give was, us a quick rundown? This is a, a definitely a more... A, a more fun trip. Well, it actually was. I don't. I, I wouldn't call this a more fun trip, but the uh, with respect to one car in particular, it's a, it's better circumstances. Well, we so, drove out with two NSXs and drove back with one. Yeah, so we we came out for NSX the nice. last October. Good year to have two. And we yeah we drove. So Liz had just gotten her. You just got your NSX that. In, yeah, I got in April. In April, and so then we we had kind of gotten it ready and got mine ready, and then we drove both of them out for the event. But the first day, which is the first day of the whole event, the first day of the track event, um, I came off the session. Like the car had been running good all day, but I, I, I had a couple of sessions cut short because I think I cracked a brake rotor in the second session. I had to come off and spent the rest of that session changing it. And then the uh, the photo shoot, I think, ate into part of our third session. I normally never run the last session of a track That's day. That's what I was about to say. Like never. He never goes in the last <laughs> session. It's just like if you go skiing. You never go on the last because that's when you, <laughs> that's when shit happens. you break your leg or right. whatever. Like, like the car's most like, fatigued, your brain's most yeah. fatigued, nothing good ever so comes I remember He it. was like, I'm going to go out on this session. I was like, but I'd, I'd why? Been out, I'd been out so so <laughs> few, like so little over the course of the day that I was still pretty fresh. I was like, the car hasn't done as much as it usually would. Anyway, long story short, hot, we come though. off the track from that last session and without like going through the entire diagnosis process ended up being rod knock that we had picked up. So we had, at some point we had scuffed a bearing. And so we had, uh, we ended up having the car, uh, flatbedded up to SOS. I was say, at least you have to say that it was a knocking. You were pretty sure it was rod knock, but because yeah. we were here, <laughs> we Chris, have... Chris was there. Chris Wilson from SOS was there. Right. Uh, Dave, John, John Vassos. Uh, yeah. Dave Levy. Yeah. Uh, so you had like the all dream of, team. Yeah. yeah. Rob, Ravi Tomerlin, all of the, we have like every probably 30, you know, 50% of the legitimate NSX, uh, experts yeah, in so the, in the paddock. So we've got us. like pictures and videos of like John Vassos listening to it and like doing stuff. And like, Dave, okay, and no, like, that's definitely rod knock. Cause it was, we, 
I don't know what else I was I was thinking it might have been at first, but after we started kind of listening to it, little you know. Screw, well, there was a hope that it was like something had just come loose. Screwdriver, right. one hundred percent. You don't. Yeah. You, you in your back of your mind, you're like shit. Yeah. But please be something other than this. Well, especially oh, knowing when you're halfway across the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember what it was. It's because when I I installed some uh, headers. And I'd had some, it had been a little fiddly to get them to fit without interfering with one of the rear, like, um, rear diagonal braces or something like that. And when it would do that, it would resonate a little bit and sounded real scary. Uh, but no, it was, it was not that. And that was the, the end of the story then as we had to, uh, abandon the car here, not abandon it. We left it with science of speed. Um, so it was in very good hands. Um, and then. Then, but it did get an award. Drove uh, it was the saddest NSX in the car show. Yeah, and then we it was only ca- it was the only casualty of the track event this year, which is good. Uh, which is good. A so, couple people went off track, but nobody actually I, if, had any if, damage. If, if so. that meant I took that karma for the team and everybody else had a good time, then uh, you know. Well, sure. and I think that's what we were saying. Like of all the places for that time, because I mean, three hundred fifteen thousand miles on it, basically. So of all the places for that to happen. Like, it's a hell of a coincidence for it to be, like, or convenience, yeah. really, well, for it to be, like, where SOS is at, you know. I was going to say, and for all those of us NSX owners, if you're ever, ever going to break down somewhere, it better be at NSXpo. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> like, people people bring, you know, spare stuff with them. Uh, you know, if it's something small, you're, you're, somebody's going to have that extra main relay in the glove compartment and, and, and the community is awesome. So they'll, you know, oh, I mean, well, we, have, we can of. have story because, you know, we, um, had the CV boot oh, yeah. issue no, on the way up to Portland. And by the time, literally people were like stopping and getting fluid for us and like meeting us at rest yeah. stops. And by the time we like, got to yeah. the hotel parking lot, other people had brought us a, a new boot kit, the an appropriate, axle. an axle, an, or, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, an axle that we ended up just swapping the axle out instead of trying to fix it on the axle. Well, Dave, yeah, I was going to say, I and have then, to at least give props to Dave Lee. Oh, yeah. He brought like a lift. He brought like all kinds of stuff for us. And then also uh, was it in another, uh, was it Stephen Glover brought us uh, uh, the appropriate volume of transmission fluid to make of course sure you he fill did. back up. And I know. Well, my favorite was uh, <laughs> when it was actually, so it was in the motel parking lot in the like tiny, literally like five room motel parking lot mm-hmm. of this old tiny town. And uh, Richard's like under the car trying to do all this. And Shad and uh, Bruce McPherson are like, sitting over there drinking beer, like just watching him. I was like, this is been, and, like and Shad would occasionally be like, oh no, you need to do this. Yeah, don't, don't, it's like, room yeah, two yeah. as a dead person in it, because <laughs> yeah. all those, all those five room hotels have at least one dead person in it. Oh yeah, so. I'm probably sad. But no, my point was, is that I think that, that it's just a, a example of the community though. Yeah. And I think even, you were talking about spare parts, it's like since, um, uh, what's his name? Took your, uh, took the. Oh yeah, yeah. Because then, then since my car was down and not going anywhere, at NS Expo in, in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This this past one. That was one. this one, yeah. Then we ended up loaning the alternator yeah. out of my car to... Um, Charles. Charles, thank you. Yeah, yep. yeah Charles. Charles. We had a few alternator to, battery to, issues. Yeah. It was just super weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, and at the track, there were a couple... Like, there were definitely some weird issues. Like, somebody couldn't get their hood open. I don't know. And it was like all, like literally people were like laying and trying to yeah, – like, like things got the, stuck. The cable like, broke or something. Yeah, it's just like there were a bunch of like weird yeah. things small, that happened. Small yeah. things. So but. the funny thing, it's not really funny to you guys, but just the irony, right? The one time you come with two cars, you're still yeah. leaving with one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Otherwise, so – Well, it was only because we packed a little more than we usually would. 
because we were like, oh, we have so much room. We have so much room for activities. And we even brought so like, I, we brought like uh, uh, Frisbee golf discs with mm. us because we were like, we have room. Like we're stopping along the way a couple yeah. different places and we're like, oh, we'll have some time for, you know. So we had like all the track stuff in his car. But so I, I'm now uh, in addition trying to, to pack it all back in my car. So there was like stuff in the like engine hat, you know, on the. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah, like, we it was packed. packed to the gills on the yeah. way home. But luckily, like, I mean. Like Shad mailed us back our old axle, and like um, we left like the the jack and stuff with SOS because we were just like. Well, no, the, the axle thing was that was a previous year. No, there was some this year. No, Shad. Shad oh no, you're right. No, he did have that was, it. That was that was from did, the yeah. CV boot thing. But, no, you're right. But uh, yeah, because then he took that down and, and mailed it back to us because he wanted to actually look at it because it had his. Um, sorry, like we're topic jumping between two stories here, but it's all he, right. he had had our. Uh, um, now you understand I, art videos and yeah. how they're made. <laughs> I had, <laughs> I had his, uh, his kind of extra beefy track use, um, uh, uh, spider bearings in the CV joints, uh, from way back when mine eventually had gone bad at 300 or probably th at that point, 240,000 miles or something. I'd replace those. And he was like, I'd be curious to look at them and see how they've held up. Because, you know, that's the most mileage anybody's put on one of them. So I was like, yeah, sure. Again, guys, listening, keep in mind, this is this, this is a couple. There's 315,000 on this thing yep. when this yeah. happened last year. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and I can, rolled over 150 on mine on the way to Expo. Relics. So. Yeah. So what do you guys, are you going to, you know, are you going to take two cars this year yeah. to Atlanta? Or are you going to, I don't well, know if the Lord wants that. I was going to say, well, <laughs> to Atlanta is, it, it's trek for us. I know. It's going to be about two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> so if even if there's an issue, we could like drive home and get the jacket a, or whatever. Right. You know, those those are follow our channel. It's going to be a short vlog, but yes. uh, yeah, but it'll be an easy drive vlog, for but us. But because you guys had how many parts? You had quite a few parts coming out here and going home of your vlog. Yeah, so we took five days on the way out, and then I think we we, and we do one every day, and then we did every other day on the right. way home. So we we actually did. We the, usually like, don't do the way home. But since we were taking so much time going back, we stopped at a bunch of like roadside Some ridiculous Route 66 things. attractions and stuff yeah. like that. It was it was fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, that was it's funny you say that though. With like you know that was the one year we brought two cars. It's like I would take the opposite view of that. Say so that was overall the most for for a for a, what was really a big inconvenience. It was about the most convenient big inconvenience that I sure. can imagine. If it's gonna you know, happen, like have the car yeah. break down, like have this happen at NS Expo within a short tow of probably the premier engine builder for the NSX in the country and then have another NSX with us to then continue to enjoy the social event and get us home without having to alter plans in a big fashion. I mean, the only thing we, you know, I was, I was short one Jack because I just left the Jack in the trunk of the, of the, of the car that's been here. Well, we didn't need it at least, you know, to, to avoid having to like, I mean, that's a goal. You, you don't know, need it, it on the way it home. Hold in our lap so. or something, but. I don't remember. There was one, Expo. That I remember that's one thing that I both of us are like. I'm not doing to the passengers. I don't remember who it was. Oh, I see his face. I can't remember, but he, his wife sat in the passenger seat and literally was holding like boxes. Boxes. The whole. Stuff. I was like, I'm not. So when we drove back from uh, San Francisco, I had to work, so I took my car up there a few weeks early and left it at uh, James Zubaro's place. Mm -hmm. And I flew in from work. My wife. Also flew in because she was on, you know, she had to fly away from work. So she flew in and we, we, we drove back. So our trunk was, you guys know, oh, yeah. but then she had her, she had one, uh, one backpack between her legs and the other one between her arms the whole way. 
Yeah, I don't. See, that's the advantage of being short is we put the backpack behind the driver's seat because we both the, we have the same same yeah, settings for the seat. I'm, so we I'm have little, backpack room behind I'm a the little seat. taller than she is, but just the way the, proportion, no, proportions, the yeah. proportions work out, we end up with the seat the same distance from the wheel. So we have enough room for like, yeah, a backpack and, and to be a water bottles and stuff. Behind. Not our backpacks, man. Yeah, Got yeah. two laptops stuffed with <laughs> shit. Like she was. I have, I, well, I used to travel a ton for work. Right. And so I have the like uh, trim profile mm, backpack yeah. that fit multiple laptops and a bunch of stuff. And that, it, Usually it's the camera equipment it, that goes behind the seat. Yeah, it ends up. Yeah, it takes a, it took a little bit of science to kind of get our, our uh, to the point where we are now, where we can pretty you know if we if we're just taking one NSX, we can pretty. I think our. Well, I think we got packing down. We to only science for we only part. had to do we've only had to do like stop and do laundry on the road once, and that was 2021 when we ended up on the road for like 16 days or something. So uh, speaking of you guys, you drive everywhere. Do you ever fly? I mean, you were you were in San Diego for a work. Yeah. thing and then you flew here to pick up your car but do you always drive everywhere yes as for, much as we can for, for any of the car any car events and any i would much rather drive for anything yeah and any like but. Uh, yeah right yeah like going going to you know from of course from tennessee it's not that bad but going to like from tennessee to florida for uh, you know random beach trips and stuff like that that's always just a drive because we can get there in a day well, i think driving too is like you control it yeah you do so i would i would much rather drive than i would fly so i mean yeah so i moved from Florida to Alaska and drove that. <laughs> Shit. Um, I, I got, I got tip to tip. I have, yeah. I have nothing to top what she's about to say, so go ahead. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I only slept in the car once. But no, I yeah, I drove from Florida to Alaska. Uh, and then, you know, so it's like, I think that's the biggest thing is like doing these road trips, I think, are, you know, to me, it's like, that's the, that's the fun of it. I hate like, it. I love it. I don't, so <laughs> I, I haven't decided, are you, if you're old school or I've just like, just detached from that world because there's still I I would hope there's still a lot of people doing a lot of driving you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's just I think at this point I would I would rather drive somewhere and fly back or fly somewhere and maybe drive back but I can't do both both directions well to, yeah. I, I think it's interesting but I think part of it is too like neither one of us commute for work um we both work from home so it's not like you know, when, when I used to drive like 45 minutes to and from work, the idea of them being like, hey, let's drive eight hours and go out and visit Jay. I'd be like, no. <laughs> Hard pass. Uh, yeah. but, oh, but you won't drive an hour and a half to visit not, me in Globe? No, I know. <laughs> not. I would not. No. <laughs> Listen, I would have found a way to yeah. very gracefully I, tell you that, no. That probably is part of it is that we don't have – we uh, like. So we enjoy driving. 90 plus yeah. percent of, our, of any driving we do is now – optional or recreational. Right. Well, but I also think for, I mean, and we've talked about this before. I think part of it is like for us, even like Expo, like obviously Expo is the main event, but it's gotten to the point where just the actual travel there and the drive is like part of the event for us. It is. You know, and it's, you for know, a lot we, of we look too. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All those guys. Yeah, yeah. Like we look forward to it and we're, you know, like even, you know, we'll sit and like I, most of the time we just talk and you talk about all kinds of random bullshit and then, you know, like random topics and go weird places. And it's like, it, I don't know, it's it's so much more chill than like yesterday flying and doing it like we were more. Trying to ignore everybody else that's on the plane. Well, you have each other, though. Yes. Because one of my biggest complaints about driving to NS Expo is everybody's wants to go and you go and everyone's like, where are you at? Should we stop here? But once soon as the event's over, hey, I got to leave at four o'clock in the morning. Good luck, guys. And then yeah. the, the, the way home, you're by yourself. Yeah. The way yeah. there, you're all it's together. Podcasts. 
you yeah. know, like hard parking. See, podcast. Nice tie and yeah. hard parking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think so on the way to because usually we're in the same car, so we're just right. switching drivers back and forth and doing it that way. Um, so we were a little bit leery of the idea of driving all the way out to Arizona and having two cars, but there was no way that I could buy mine and not drive sure, it out to Expo. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, and so we were kind of torn on that, but then we were like, but part of it, the fun is us just talking, um, and randomly things. So we, uh, we picked up, um, got cheaper ideas. Yeah. yeah. Well, walkie talkies. And then I bugged the shit out of him the whole drive. Cause that's the biggest issue is sometimes when I'm driving, he doesn't talk to me. It's like, we really, we would need, we needed that in the car the whole time <laughs> for her to just have like a beep. So hold on. Like, so chirp, chirp, like, oh, what? No. <laughs> so when you're driving, what are you typically Sleep. doing? He sleeps. Sleeps. Yeah, we've yeah, we we're 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 like unfortunately opposites in, in a lot of ways. Well, it's again, it's what works for us <laughs> right. because we're opposites. It, it works, it works for most, a lot of people. It yeah. works most of the time, but that's one of those times where I don't idle well like, by I myself. Will, and I'll get he, up in, in the morning like, and I'll be ready to go and, and get out the door. And then so I'll I'll drive and she'll, you know, uh, you know, she'll be navigating. And so and, what do you do? I talk to him. Yeah, and, and or mm. I talk to him. I navigate. I get food. I get you know like drinks and stuff. Like I <laughs> do, but the do problem crossword is, puzzles. Yeah, and, we're both awake in the morning, is the problem. And then by the time he's like, "All right, I'm done," I'm like, "Now you haven't been talking to me for four hours, and I've just been sitting over here, and so mm-hmm. now I'm going to fall asleep," you know. And then we switch. <laughs> and so then I listen to podcasts while he sleeps. So it's yeah. yeah. It, he's he's gotten better. In a after, way, it must be nice. Well, I've gotten I've gotten it down. I got my power nap game. A little bit more down, so it's like you know, just you're like drink something with caffeine, immediately go to sleep. Then I wake up and I'm awake. I'm not having to like degrog after that, and so I can. I'm a little more present. No, he is not. What haven't you guys seen <laughs> driving across? Is there anywhere you want to go? So I've been to all fifty states. I haven't quite. I think we're. I say I'm, like, we, I'm like a dozen states short. If I, that, yeah, I say the we northeast is lacking for me. Myself and and the the black NSX, which we've traveled with so much. And you haven't used I think the one thing I bought him the the you know the stupid things they have for campers. The camper like, top thing. Yeah. No, 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 the no. stickers, the maps that you can put the sticker on once you've gone through that state. Oh yeah, okay. like I bought yeah. one for it's the black. Like NSX the opposite of a scratch off map, basically. Yeah. But it's the. Uh, I'm not put on it. You can put no, it inside the trunk if you want. But I meant in the garage. Really. The, uh, that would be weird. Put on the but I think yeah, we're missing a couple of states up in the north, like north, very very northeast. Like I haven't been to Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. Um, and then the, I don't think either of the Dakotas. No, we went through the Dakotas. No, one of them. Uh, South Dakota. South Dakota. South, okay, yeah. so we went through a corner of South Dakota. We haven't been to, like North Dakota and Montana. I think that's it. We haven't been to North Dakota or Montana. Yeah, as far as the lower forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have not been to. I haven't been to either Hawaii or Alaska. She's been to both of those. So it would yeah. be it would be neat to do the. I was watching the, uh, which I know you've met them before because they you were on their uh, their channel a while ago, Gears and Gasoline. Mm-hmm. I, I, ben I, and Ben. I've enjoyed watching the. I've I've enjoyed watching their their Florida to Alaska, uh, plural treks. I guess now. I was like, Listen, I got it down. I know be, where to go. That would be a neat thing to try because there's also some, there are also a handful of racetracks and so, you know, some, you know, the, the kind of things that people would might want to watch a video for that would be, you know, a title that's clickbait without being clickbait of like, I drove the northernmost racetrack in, in North America is kind of on the way. 
Yeah. It's not, yeah. but I it mean, is. We can make it on the way. It's it's only probably a three or four hour detour, which in this in the context of that trip is in the context that much. of a week of driving, three or four hours doesn't really add much. Um, but no, I think it's it's doing those drives. I think would it would be interesting for sure. Um, I got caught in one traffic jam on my drive up there, and that was Buffalo. Buffaloes, like the animals. Oh. I was in the middle of Canada on the Alcan Highway mm. and literally just stopped for like 15 minutes for with a herd, a herd walking. And all I remember is the one like looking at me through the side, you know, the side. I'm like, I'm not moving. Don't worry. Like, not going anywhere. I will just The Jurassic Park eye yeah. through yeah, the window like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, uh, yeah, just I sat there. That was the only traffic jam. I didn't see one cop literally the entirety of the inter- the highway. That means they were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they didn't, stop, they didn't stop me or I was good. I'm just saying. Right. But yeah, no, it's it's a neat drive. I highly recommend it. But um, and but we've talked a lot about um, shipping the car too. That's kind of the yeah. ultimate goal because you know we we our our channel name we operate under the whole Lap of the World brand. Mm-hmm. But and right now it's just in, Lap of the Garage. In reality, we've yeah we have, <laughs> recently it's been Lap of our Garage. But we've in most of the stuff we've done while the channel has been really active has been it's been all all U.S. based. Um, so I want to at least get up to Canada soon. And then we've also been kind of plotting and scheming a couple of, uh, uh you know, a couple of potential international destinations. Well, we've been um, to the Nürburgring a few times, but we've never taken the car there. Yeah. We've never taken the car there. We've, so like, we've driven, uh, rental cars. Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, to me that counts. Yeah. Totally. Been waiting uh, months for your car to come across a, the his ocean. His dad has a really nice letter framed it's a, from yeah. the, uh, rental car company telling him he's banned. From nice. using their car because they saw that he used it. Like, Hertz or whoever saying yeah. this, like, you know, you are now banned from using our rental car services in Europe. And he's like, I don't know whether I should be ashamed of this or if I should frame it. So, frame it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, we, we've talked about shipping it over to, uh, well, for a while we were excited about the idea of Fiesta, but, you know, that's probably not. Um, right. Hopefully, but, yeah. we're hoping that some, maybe well, it's not the same, maybe not Honda's official, no, maybe Honda's not officially it, involved, yeah. but some. There will be some manifestation of that that carries forward. There that has we to be. Yeah, well, the NSX Club of Japan is yeah. planning on still doing something. They're just not sure what it's going to look like. Um, yeah. yeah, we Hirofimi. talked to him a bunch about it. Yeah, um, but anyway, but mm-hmm. we also talked about just shipping the car over to like the UK, and then once you get over to continental Europe, you know, like even so, when I I lived in Norway, you can take there's a ferry. We could take the car up to Norway from Denmark, and now all of a sudden, you know, you're in. Scandinavia, and we talked to uh, the guys up at um, the Arctic Circle Raceway. Yeah, and they're like, "Come on, come on!" Out. Yeah, which that that actually looks like a super fun time. I think there was a, I think we'll say it was Ford did a promo for the the most recent Ford GT mm-hmm. supercar where they went up there and set the like production car lap record and uh, and drove some of the coastal roads. Um, and it was that I was like, I was like, yeah, that that yes, that that please. Um, if you if you really think about it, though, like to go back to your actual question of where we would want to go, I think where we're next going, you know, I think that's now that we have like a car from here back. Home? Yeah, I think we're going to drive home probably unless we get distracted. I don't know. But 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 before like the next Non-zero big trip possibility, but because usually the next big trip would be like an expo because we're expecting right. like a full cross country thing. But now this year it's so it's close two hours to home. away. Um, you know, so I think what we've talked about is that like yeah, Canadian, we, like we what if we just a, make a loop up through and like, we don't really, we're not going to an event. We're yeah, just We going, might have a big summer you know? trip in us. Cause then we'd have, you know, our, our son would be home to like 
watch the dogs and stuff like that. So we're not having to worry about farming that out too much. And so we could we could yeah, sneak off for a, be too sad. We could sneak off for a few weeks to to get that done. But that's yeah, that's probably what's big next. Um, and we'll see how that develops as kind of the year pans out. Because the other thing I wanted to kind of do this year is is the the uh, you know, channel spoilers, not really, but the where the the black car is going to get a wait, little wait. bit. Wait, uh, wait, breaking news! <laughs> yeah. Lap of the world, <laughs> the, Mr. The Richard black, Graves. Black car. We're not done with the black car yet. It's going to get a little bit more of. It's going to get a little bit of a glow up, I think. And then uh, I want to get the uh, the rest of the cars um, mechanically stable. So I'm, uh, you know, if if I'm already. If 2023 is already kind of a half, well, we're well, we at this point, like it's really just one, one, one third, uh, you know, quarter. We've had a sacrificial quarter already this year. Um, then we may as well set our, you know, take a little bit of extra time to kind of tee ourselves up to go and and have a, a you know, a much longer stretch of uninterrupted track and travel shenanigans. So well, we had the, the trio in 2022. So the GTI messed up. Yeah, it's then a, things the, come in threes. The Gallardo, we a, then we had the, the black uh, MSX. So it's had, like, yeah, that's it. The, so nothing else could happen, right? What happened to the Gallardo? <laughs> so yeah, that's what we had to have. Gallardo? Is our, is our, I never say it right. Our, our GTI's high-pressure fuel pump exploded on us. Everyone. And then the, uh, then the NSX went down at Expo. And then we, we were like, okay, we're going to have one last hurrah. We're going to do proof of concept of having the Gallardo as kind of our backup car. Something interesting that people would want to watch on a track. Um, you know, I, I know the answer is always Miata, but... I can't. Um, I feel like that's where we made our the same thing. And Miata's more but, financially forgiving. Like Jay yeah. was saying like that that you know us bringing out the other car like maybe that was what what caused the yeah. issue. Like this time we did one thing different for this track event that we never do, which is we drove a, a chase yeah, a car. Chase car because we we never there, do. We never bring a chase car. There's mm-hmm. less room in that, but it was also the first. It's it was it's, it's the maiden voyage, so we're like we don't want to. You know, first time we've ever been on a track. We're like, uh, you know, just in case Murphy's law. Just in case, know. and and so we had I had I had done all the stuff to the car like in the in the preceding months and kind of finished up some jobs that had been outstanding. Um, it did the last oil change. Ran, drove it around town a little bit. Drove it, you know, put a, put some good miles on it, and then we take it down to Birmingham area to uh, Little Talladega, Talladega Grand Prix Raceway. It's kind of across the valley from the big NASCAR track. And uh, just, you know, what was it? Do a single day event, you know, short track. You're not getting super high speed there. It's a just small to, you event. Know, just do a little shakedown. You know. and, and so we went down there and uh, made it down to the track. It, and the morning, yeah, like pulled, literally. Pulled into yeah. the track, parked it, and, uh, you know, went to the driver's meeting, came back out, was checking the oil, and it was, and the oil was like, was suspiciously low. And there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a ritual you have to do on those cars to check the oil. I don't know how the NC1s are, actually. It could be something similar. But you I have, have like, no idea. You have to, like, start it. Well, <laughs> I don't want to know. They, they probably have a fancier sensor that just tells you your right. oil is low. But these mm-hmm. you've got to, like, start the car, you know, idle it at 2,000 RPM for 90 seconds. Yeah, I think it's kind of the same, actually. And then turn it something off and weird. then run and pull, yeah. you know, yeah. pull the dipstick. Because you got to have all you got to have the, the system fully cycled to where the oil level in the tank is correct. But you go pull the dipstick and it's like, it's suspiciously low. I was like, I, this was, I know this was like at the top of the range when we started and is now like almost at the bottom of that. And I was like, okay, hang mm. on. Like, and it started kind of like looking around and look underneath. And fortunately by that point in the day, it was a little bit 
overcast and threatening rain, but it hadn't started yet at that point. So I was kind of looking on underneath and there was just like stuff dripping from the undercarriage and, and a little, we, little puddle. We pushed it forward and there was like this, a big little puddle. Well, I was saying from the view, well, we were yeah. looking at her, it looked like there was a little puddle and we were like, okay, there's a little bit of an oil leak. And it was so like, I jack yeah. it up and start looking at her. And it's just like the undercarriage is soaked. So whatever from the hotel to the track, which is maybe 30 minutes or something. It, 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 it was that, like, yeah, it, it, I mean, I, we, th- we suspected it probably whatever seal had popped had popped before that. Well, we suspect um, it. Well, what we found is so we asked, we called our son who was at home and he went out the garage and he ADHD said, no, I don't see any oil on the floor. And we were like, oh, okay. That's because we thought maybe it leaked. And then it was like an hour later, he called back and he was like, no, actually, I actually went back out and looked and like turned the light on this time. And yeah, there's, there's oil. Turn on the, the light floor. on this time. Oh, hell yeah. There's stuff all over the place. Yeah. Huh? But, but that was, that was, a, it was, it was good and bad. Cause I was like, I felt bad. Cause I was like, I should, I could have caught this before we even came down here. But like when I parked it. But it wasn't it, enough. It wasn't a know, massive amount. When I, when I pulled it out and drove it to play disc golf with my brother the day before we went, and then I and, and it had left no spots. So I pulled it back in. So somewhere on that trip is when it when it started, you know, clearly it started leaking. But it's like I guess it's a common problem, but the, the problem is the pipe that where this happens is in the V of the engine underneath the intake, a whole intake manifold. Uh and it's in towards the front of the engine. So it's near, you know, there's no way you're no sort of like uh, uh, ninja surgery is going to get you in there without taking a whole bunch of stuff off the car. So we had, fortunately we met a really nice guy uh, that let us borrow his shop. Cause it, by the time of time it started chucking down rain oh, it was, um, uh, before like the event started. And of course we weren't going to go out on track because don't want to blow the car up and also don't want to like send anybody else into the weeds by oiling the whole place down. And we were able to kind of uh, take the car, make maybe, we have dumped, dumped the extra quarter oil I bought in it, drove it 30 minutes down the road to this guy's shop to kind of evaluate more, figured out where the leak was. And then also that was about the same time that our son called us back and said, oh, yeah, it left a spot. And I do, I do yeah. see a spot in the garage. And we're like, OK, hang on. So if it was leaking as we started down, then there's a limit to how much how the rate at which it was losing oil can only be so much. Mm-hmm. Otherwise yeah, well, because before it, that, we were talking about leaving it there and then going dri- to the trailer. we were four hours from home. So we were like, let's drive home and then pick up the trailer mm-hmm. and drive back and get it. Because, you know, what we're talking about, so we were at the track for the event, so it's like early morning. And by this point, it's like 10 a.m. that we figure, you know, so it's still, we're like, we could still get all the way home and back with a trailer. Yeah, you could um, borrow a trailer. And but get, it just seemed, it. it seemed ridiculous But to So do, we, we kind of did the math on that and like, we ended up just going by a gas station on the way out of town and getting we went to a legitimate parts a, store we didn't yeah. oh yeah it was like a you know well, what, yeah, parts chain somewhere and got got several quarts of oil you didn't and, go to circle k and then we're just checking circle, obviously yeah, yeah. then just, just checking and then we were just checking at every you know stopping every 30 minutes to an hour just to check the level and top it up but i think we were using a it, it was it was losing a whole quart an hour basically yeah. driving well, i was gonna say what we found it was interesting because on the way to this guy's shop to look um, while we were driving. So I was following him. And then we kind of like ran into a little bit of traffic just going over an intersection or over a bridge to yeah. an intersection. And he had, had to like somebody, stop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, had somebody pull close in front of me. So I had to stop a little more 
quickly than I would and, have liked. And but it wasn't. We didn't like put two and two together at first, but it was like there was smoke, and I was like, okay, the engine's smoking now, and so we got worried and pulled off and checked things, and it was fine. And what we realized is that it yeah. was uh, <laughs> now that it, we've once he did it twice, we realized it was the um, oil slosh. Mm. So, so we just thought it was just oil getting so up it, on things. It had leaked enough into the V of the engine where there were little, you know, crevices and and uh, uh, you know just the casting, yeah, you know, indents and stuff that it was. It was so we did, and we did this on our on our Twitch stream. Yes, uh, Twitch TV slash lap underscore of underscore the underscore world. It's very easy to say. <laughs> yeah, but With all uh, the underscores get the underscores makes it super easy to say. Well, every, every but, word yeah. is separated by an underscore. Yes, because. It's the lap of the I, world. I didn't create yeah. it. No, the uh, uh, yeah, you did. No, you, I didn't. I didn't make the name up. Was like you, 100%. that was you. I oh, created it oh, because I had experience no, me, with Twitch. No. no, I meant the underscore part. No, you did that. No, that was not me. Okay. I would not. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss this later. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> we, this later. All, all three of us know I'm right. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're right. You probably didn't. Anyway, um, um, yeah. but we so, we. Actually on stream, we 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 were not that. That's what we've been doing part. is is fixing that car on the stream. And after we got the intake manifold off, I used like a turkey baster and and, and to, to suck all the oil ASMR out of the, of the V. Turkey baster noises. It, it made it, the the ASMR is where it's at. They say the yeah. noises. The the uh, it was the, pretty much just fart. Noises, like the, though, the level of turkey baster like. Rubber bulb flatulence was unanticipated, but I, uh, it's okay. The, the, uh, the viewer <laughs> the, in chat were the end very, didn't pop off. Like I know. have a kind where the end co- comes off. Like every time you try to do anything, yeah, no, shockingly, the, it did not. Was, but it made lots of noise. This one's okay. This one's okay. It, it can if you if you're too enthusiastic with it, it will. But it, it it does all right. But I think we siphoned. What did we say? We siphoned at least probably. Well, we had we had a jar. Yeah, Richard getting enthusiastic it. with the turkey baster. Yeah, it was yeah. probably. Oh, there were. You don't understand the innu- innuendos that happened all, during yeah, that because innuendo. see, it's it's me unfiltered, so it was it was much more fun. Well, no, because yeah, it's anyway. So we yeah we ended up going from like you know, okay, well I got the, I'm done with the turkey baster, so now I need to like I'm going to use some uh, you know. Well, it was he was trying to stop compre- up some yeah. compressed air to get something else out, so we're we're going from suck to blow, and, yeah, and it's just well. all these all well, these but, jokes. Yeah, and then it was all this stuff about people, you know, like he was trying to figure out how to soak up the rest of the oil once he, you know, because you can only suck up so right. much. Uh, and then for, uh, chat was like, the best thing to use for that is tampons. Go get some tampons, and I'm like, so he made like tampons out of toilet paper. To it worked. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> the, end, the end of the story, though, is I think we siphoned probably a quart and a half of oil. Yeah. Just that was just. It was just pooled. Just pooled in the, of the engine. And we're like, this explains the sloshing now. Because yeah. we were putting the, you know, putting the brakes on. That was just running out the front of the V and then down onto, you know, fortunately not the headers at that point. But it was, you know, running onto the hot, you know, the front of the block or whatever. And then, steam, you know, smoking off from there a little bit. But. Yeah. So anyway, we we limped the car home like idiots, and then uh, uh, and then we got to you know finally got around to working on it somewhat recently because I kind of just at that point I was just like I don't even <laughs> if I want to look at a car. And that was like early December, year, so. and people and a friend of mine that follows down three. He, yeah, a friend of mine was like, uh, so what happened with what did we ever figure out what happened with the Lamborghini? And I was like. Uh, no, we haven't even looked at it. He's like, like, oh, so Richard was serious when he said he's yeah. not even going like, to look at is, it until next year? I was it like, is, yes. It is sitting in the garage outside thinking about what it's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we just recently started looking at it. Yeah, but so we're, I well, mean, we're, 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 it we're actually most of the way through. I've replaced the seals. Yeah. We're putting, we're putting, we're on the way to putting stuff back together was the last, our last stream. And then we'll continue that 
Finish once once we're down. back in town, while also plotting and scheming what we're going to do with the NSX next. So, well, we have to put in a ride for that one too. Yeah. Well, all that sounds good. And this is Richard and Liz Graves. People want to follow your adventures, just like the shirt you're wearing, Lap of the World. Tell them how to reach you. L O L O T W. You know what's funny? It's it's there. And as you guys are doing mm-hmm. the whole underscore finger yeah. pointing, I'm thinking in my head, that's like L O T W. And it's literally right yeah, on your shirt. L O T W dot TV will take you straight to the YouTube channel or YouTube.com slash Lap of the World. Uh, There's no underscores in that. No underscores underscores. in that one. Lapoftheworld.com. If you want to find a a map of every road racing circuit in the world, which plus some test tracks and stuff. Yeah, it's not just a random. Um, And some of them, the ones we've been to, have links to our uh, our videos documenting our experiences at those tracks. Any real tracks in the United States you haven't been to? Oh yeah, yeah, plenty. There, there are a shocking number of tracks, and it's in North America. I think 130 tracks, like road courses. That's not counting like your local dirt tracks or drag strips or anything like that. Um, that's just you, you just know what else is one thirty? Uh your car. That's, that's <laughs> very say, good. Like, yeah. you've heard that one. Somebody's got a company, yeah. No, but yeah, a bunch less than North America. We've done. We were. We're. We. We only have like. We only have about a hundred left. I think. Yeah, so. I think we're at thirty. But, thirty tracks. So I would have figured it's the other way around. No, you'd think well, that, but that was our plan. Yeah. And then the problem is, you know, it's this whole stupid working thing. Yeah. You that just gets in and the then, way. And then well, and going, we had the kid at home, but now he's in college. Like so we don't worry about him anymore. You know, so then you know tracking the car costs money and, and fixing the car costs money and tracking the car means fixing the car mm-hmm. and you know. But yeah, no, we're the hope is with But that's why it's we'll, it's, we'll have that's to, why the uh, thing is road trips. Wrench, yeah, that repeat. was the, the road trip, racetrack, <laughs> yeah. wrench, and repeat is the cycle of our life. Is but it's it's a fun one. So we're we're gonna probably our goal is to pick up the pace. I'm not sure this year, but the goal is to pick up the pace a little bit. Um, I think the ultimate kinda, goal was like one a month, kind of be a little was. bit more efficient and start trying to hit one a month, and maybe doing a few, getting it to the point where I mean, especially now with fresh motor in the car, but, you know, hit up. We did we did our we did our first double header. Um, la- up in New York. Or, yeah, last year up in New York, we w- we did a uh, two days in a row. One day at New York Safety Track, and the next day at Pine View Run, um, with I think the S two K Takeover crowd, and that was fun. And that was like, okay, we could that's we can do that. Like, would I try and do back to back three day events like a week of you know one weekend apart from another weekend? That might be asking a lot. I mean, you're probably looking at needing a set of tires somewhere in there almost. But doing like the uh, you know, little SECA track nights and stuff like that that are, you know, three sessions, four sessions and doing those like one day or with a day in between or something and finding a find stuff to do in between. Probably not out of the question. As you work from the hotel. Well, the word the word takeover has triggered me. So we'll have to talk about that one next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jay. See ya. I want to thank Richard and Liz Grays for coming into studio. We recorded that, uh, I don't know, like a month ago maybe. Just got back from New Orleans. I did not rent a car. Yvette talked me into not renting a car, and I'm glad that we did not rent a car. Actually, we walked everywhere, and then we Ubered when we were short on time. Have some thoughts. Went out with some people, went to a club where they take their clothes off, 
one of the people in the group went to use the ATM, not us, I swear to God, and there was a $45 ATM fee. Not $4.50, $45. (laughs) They know if you really want that money to put in them dancers, you're going to pay it. That is insane. You know what else is insane? Four out of the last six times I've traveled, I've been randomly picked by the TSA. The random beep where they swab your stuff. They give you a pat down. I'm beginning to think it's these pants that I bought. I bought these hikers. I got tired of wearing the same joggers all the time, the Adidas joggers. I don't know how long, much longer those are going to be in style, but I wanted something a little more comfortable but not quite jeans. So I bought these hiking pants for Hawaii. I bought a black pair and a gray pair. And they have zippers all over them, plastic zippers. But there's something, there must be something with them because I'm telling you four, like literally the only time I didn't get flagged is when I was going to Austin and came back from Austin. To and from Hawaii, beep. To and from New Orleans, beep. So it's no longer randomly selected. I feel like I'm being targeted somehow. Again, rather safe than sorry. Did you know that strippers have to pay per night? at least in New Orleans, like a hairdresser has to pay for their spot. The strippers have to pay to be there like a flat fee. I guess people did know that sort of. I used to date one way years, years, years ago. And I know that they would have to settle up with the place. But what happens is also if it's a busy night, a busy time, if there's something special going on, like let's say like the Super Bowl is in Arizona. Those dancers have to pay more to perform on those nights and their regular nights. That I didn't know. That's crazy. Just like hotel rates go up, car rental rates go up, strippers have to pay more for their space on those days. That's nuts. Finally, when was the last time you dropped food in your lap? Where does this come from? I'm talking about restaurant napkins. We put it on our lap and it falls on the floor usually. Mine always falls on the floor. But I asked my wife, I go, hey, when was the last time you dropped food on your lap? She goes, I don't know why. I go, because we do this at restaurants all the time. When we're at home and we get a paper towel, we don't put it on our lap. We put it right next to our plate. She goes, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Kind of weird. It's just what we do. It's just one of those weird things in society. When was the last time you dropped food in your lap at a restaurant? It's probably been a while. Anyway, those are my random thoughts from, uh, from New Orleans. I have more thoughts, I think. Talk about next week. I think right Honda and right Toyota, fourwheelonline.com, sell shop wireless services, and the Patreon business supporters, Kui Automotive, Edward Garden, Florida, Pell Construction, Alcalonia, Michigan, B House, Small Home Design, Ashburn, Virginia, Traverse City, Michigan, Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals out of Glendale, Arizona, and Shaping Success with Wes Tangersley out of Boise, Idaho. Special shout out to Mark Stoneman, Kathy Crox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Graves, Byron Jones, Bo Jung, Alex Gumina, and Drew Bunkley for being a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com. I kind of Throughout some bonus audio, you can look for it online. And if you feel like you want to go ahead and make that financial commitment, then do it. There's like 56 other episodes in that Patreon that you don't get unless you're part of that. You want to email the show, heartbrokenpodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at jfinning. And please join the Heartbroken Violations Facebook group because I can't grow. They tell them how good the show is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I will talk to you all next week. Shut up! A beater.